Saca a pinça. Hello and welcome to the 43rd episode of Busy Nation Dhando Takko Rokro. This is Ritika with my friend Abhishek. Hello everybody. And would you have any idea what I'm doing right now? It's uh, 1.20 in the morning and uh, thankfully it's a Saturday night and I don't have to report to work tomorrow. And uh, yeah. what I'm doing is I'm currently munching on a few chocolates that you've sent to me from Australia. So thank you very much. Ah, <laughs> okay. Next time I'll send you some wine too, so that you ah. can sip the wine while recording the presentation. <laughs> Do I suspect uh, the wine on the other side of this call? Yes. <laughs> Why else do you think I'll be awake awake at six in the morning on a Sunday morning and be recording oh, a podcast? <laughs> Man. Yes, but we are back after a long time, and I guess now we know why long distance relationships don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Only in pod- podcast format. Otherwise, they do. Story <laughs> of everyone's lives. Let's move on. What do we have for this week? Yes, we have the IPL, which I guess every Indian would be watching nowadays. Oh, you bet. With Abhishek, if you are talking cricket or IPL, then you know I have to really hold the horses because. You never know if given a free run, he'll just go on talking for two hours and it will turn into a sports sports podcast. We don't so. want that. Definitely not. <laughs> and and just just about a couple of hours back, uh, we we had a podcast with uh, Ayaz Memon, who's a senior sports writer. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, right. Yeah. We were talking about how there are so many matches in the IPL that it's hard for even cricket fans to keep pace with these matches. So even I'm way behind. Uh, some of my real hardcore <laughs> cricket fans so don't worry i will not get into that let's keep to business side of ipl which is you know just today business page of hindustan times had a huge poster of uh, matthew hayden uh, scoring a, a 90 and all across it was all the business deals that lalit modi has done uh, I, i was slightly confused that whether i was on a sports page or a business page something that made big news a few days back was the insurance cover that these cricketers got and the highest ever uh, individual insurance cover for any c- cricketer in india it was not any of the indians or sachin tendulkar or dhoni but it was a west indies player kiron pollard please correct me if uh, my pronunciation is wrong <laughs> so, let's keep it to pollard yes you're right Yeah, Pollard, and he's a Mumbai Indian player, and he was insured for 15 crores from Oriental Insurance. Oh, that's interesting. I really didn't know about this trivia. Oriental Insurance. So this is like a brand equity question. Pull brand equity. <laughs> the quiz contest that happens in India every year for the ones wondering. But yes, in fact, you're talking about that. There are so many teams which have gone for local sponsors, right? Uh, you had sent yes. me a link uh, which said that uh, Chennai Super Kings. Uh, they have Orient fans. KKR, which uh, had some controversy with Lux Cozy, uh, because mm. uh, we'll not get into the controversy here. But Kings Eleven, uh, Aroma Mobile, so many local players are getting their names next to these big teams. And the other day, I was passing by one of the holdings somewhere in Bombay, and oh, sorry, Mumbai. Oh, oops, oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, there, I saw one huge holding with five players from Mumbai Indians. and uh, the holding was that of a real estate company called dheeraj so oh really yeah i mean these are all obscure names which would in uh, normal terms would have never made a mark in in our lives and mm-hmm. would never have uh, been there but just because if if you have the money then there are takers mm. 
But the argument that others have is that you have a Dheeraj real estate written on Sachin Tendulkar's jersey. Now, how, how does that look? And on the other hand, you have Adidas written on him. So it's like Adidas along with Dheeraj uh, real estate, which, which is very bad for Adidas. Have you have you seen Formula One? In Formula One, the the jackets that they wear or the the uniform that they wear, mm-hmm. you it's like a million dollar web page. You know, there there was one company <laughs> called Million Dollar Web Page where the guy was selling. One pixel for one dollar, and if you go to that site, it is clogged with at least a million ads. So, okay. in comparison to a Formula One, a cricket is still, you know, possible. And come on, anyone who's paying money, the highest bidder, uh, Lalit Modi is willing to, or, or these franchises are willing to sell themselves. So IPL is no longer about cricket or domestic fans. It's more about money, and I think that's why Lalit Modi wants to take it to USA in the next season. Oh yes, you bet. Yeah, it seems that in US till now traditionally cricket was not played because it's supposed to be a long game with running into five days or even one day. And Americans are supposed to be very impatient people. Yes, in fact, in fact, you know Sanjay Manjrekar. Uh, uh, okay, who is Sanjay Manjrekar, Ritika? Oh come on, I know he's a singer, right? Oh, <laughs> he's a cricketer turned singer turned commentator. There you go. There you go. I was I was expecting former Test cricketer, but I guess I was expecting a bit too much. But yes, <laughs> but good, good. Oh, well, he he did release his album. He, he did, he did, and it was called <laughs> it was called Rest Day. But he's known for his cricketing exploits, and now as a commentator. But yeah, he was he was with us a long time back on a podcast, and he was talking about how difficult it is to sell cricket to an American, uh, because you're going to tell him that look, it's a game that lasts for five days. And who knows? At the end of it, you might not have a winner after all. But with the 2020 format, it has become easier to sell cricket to all the non-cricket fans traditionally, like me. And uh, it seems in the last uh, match that was played in Kolkata, there were a record number of females which uh, Kolkata had never seen before. So it's attracting a lot more females than the non-cricketing fans. Ah. Calcutta and females—that is a deadly combination. I'll tell you that because <laughs> I've been there for work purposes, but it's a fascinating place. There are some good sites yes. around. But yes, let's let's talk about the money that uh, IPL is making. And Lalit Modi is a man who says, "Look, let me make as much as possible." Uh, he sold the theatrical rights for seventy million dollars to a company called mm-hmm. Entertainment Sports Direct, which has partnered with the UFO Movies. And believe it or not, for the first time in the history of cricket or theatre. They'll be showing semi-finals and finals in 3D. Mm-hmm. So it's like the avatar. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. So imagine it's it's going to be like a stadium, and uh, they'll mm-hmm. you'll be watching semi-finals and finals. So the producers of the Indian film industry are not very happy with this move. But uh, the yeah, the multi- but I thought that even last time they showed a few matches uh, mm-hmm. in the theaters. Last time it was in South Africa, so you know it was cut oh, away yeah. from India. Okay. So it didn't really matter much. But this time. everything is on paper in fact post match there are post match parties wherein if you have to be invited to that party and if you want to apply for it as an audience you have to pay a few lakh of rupees that will go to the franchisee so after a match that ends at 11 o'clock uh, between say mumbai indians and kolkata night riders you will have saurav ganguly sachin tendulkar shahrukh khan etc at that party so their contract mm-hmm. demands them to do all the page 3 activities after they sweated out on the field at 11 o'clock <laughs> and you get money out of that yes that's true in fact talking about big money even like earlier we were talking about insurance and the total insurance that has gone into ipl is over 2000 crores 
So, I'm sure with such the amount of insurance, it would be the insurance companies who are paying for tight security arrangements more than the government. Because if anything happens, then the insurance company will be totally yeah. vanished. That is something that everybody is uh, basically keeping their fingers crossed. And nothing bad happens and let's just hope that it doesn't happen. Yeah, and even with the game going internationally, like this year it will be broadcasted on UK's uh, one of the channels called ITV. And it's broadcasted even in Australia and it's one of the three digital channels on which uh, you can see the IPL. So you need a uh, set-top box for that. And before the IPL matches every year, there, there are huge queues in shops which sell them. And <laughs> the, all the set-top boxes, they go out of stock. And you can see all Indians standing in the queue. And if I probably go out today for buying a set-top box, then mm. I, I may not find it. I would suspect that Indians would get together at one person's place. They'll contribute the money for that set-top box. And the way Indians are very discreet or a better way to put it is, <laughs> is stingy and conjuice. So they would do that. Yeah, but you know when it comes to cricket, then Indians are not stingy. So I yeah. think other than us, almost all our friends here who are Indians, they have the set-top box. But talking about set-top boxes and uh, broadcasting it, uh, it's also on YouTube. It's a $5 million deal that uh, Modi has struck with Google. But unfortunately, I think in a few countries, it's not being streamed like the US. Uh, YouTube oh, really? Yeah, some of the Indian franchises like Delhi Daredevils, they are also using the internet mm-hmm. by selling tickets of their uh, matches on bookmyshow.com. So one way okay. this this time the internet has helped boost at least a few million dollars for IPL and a couple of other franchises. And also on the field, you know, there are certain boxes or certain places in the stadium where you have to pay as much as 50,000 rupees or VVIP or hospitality boxes, which again will go to the franchise. So there are all wow. fields from where you can make any penny or any pesa has been marked yeah. and uh, they, they are getting money. In fact, even on television, if you have to put an ad out, you know, the for a 10-second spot, last year it was mm. 3.75 lakh rupees and this year for a 10-second spot, it's only 5 lakhs. And I'm saying only 5 lakhs because when you're talking about crores of rupees, then a 20-second commercial buying ad space for that is just 10 lakh rupees, which is not bad at all. Probably because their sources of revenue has increased that much and this time all the matches are in India. They don't think that the TV viewership will be as much as it was last year when it was in No, in fact, in fact, it has already beaten uh, uh, all the estimates. It is, it is oh, the really? highest. It is the highest, yes. <laughs> And in fact, Setmax is commanding a 20% premium on advertising as compared to last year. But in spite of that, it seems affordable. Yes, but cricket, you know, it's a cricket crazy nation and it will never go out in fashion. It's very interesting. I was hearing your podcast with Rahul Bose and he made this very interesting comment about India making IPL to cricket what US has made Oscar to cinema. So (laughs) it's like we are the global ambassadors of cricket and IPL and the Indians take it everywhere around the world. Oh, absolutely. Imagine there was a time when people used to watch county cricket. Uh, for the ones who are wondering what it was, it, it okay. Do you want to take a guess? County cricket, Ritika? Heard about it? In yes, sport, I know sport? it was. Yes. Yeah, it, it it was. Was it the local uh, clubs and teams like in England who used to play cricket against each other, and uh, that's where our players also went and played, and they were called as counties, the teams. Is that right? Hundred on hundred. You make me proud. Ah, yay! <laughs> yes. See, so, my general knowledge is not just limited to absolutely not business. 
Yes, yeah, okay. so people would watch county cricket and uh, you would enjoy Sachin Tendulkar playing for Yorkshire and Anil Kumble playing for Yorkshire mm-hmm. and all these. So now it has all come down to India. So there are players yeah. like Brian Lara who are seen in the uh, in the stands watching the games and all of it. And before I digress into cricket, let's get back to business and talking about yes. that. Uh, uh, the teams are doing pretty well. All the teams mm-hmm. which are uh, all the franchises are in the black in the sense they have all made money and they have all recovered. So within three years time. Now Rajasthan Royals very recently sold a 12% stake for 70 crores and it has been valued at 600 crores which is twice as much as what they had bought it for. Mm-hmm. And uh, season for auctions are out. A uh, couple of uh, teams are on the grabs. Uh, the, the minimum bidding price is some 225 million dollars. And the biggest surprise of them all is that uh, KKR that is Shahrukh Khan's team, uh, Kolkata Knight Riders, the least successful of them all is the on the field, the least successful, I mean, is the most successful uh, in terms of business. Yes, I was just going to talk about the same point that there is no relation between the success of the team and the amount of money you can make. And yeah. one of the reasons why Kolkata Knight Riders is making money right from the starters because if you see the sponsors of, say, Mumbai India, then it's Reliance. So most of the sponsorship for Mumbai India goes to Reliance. So Reliance does the advertisements of its own companies. But for Kolkata Knight Riders, they can sell all the sponsorship spots to everyone else, to other companies. And because of that, they earn a lot of revenue. Ah, that's interesting. That's true. And Shahrukh Khan recently made a comment that uh, he's lucky to be owning a team which will be playing in... Kolkata in Eden Gardens, which houses a hundred thousand uh, spectators. It's come down slightly because there is some renovation work going on, but it's mm, a stadium yeah. uh, which which can house all the residents in Dunedin in in New Zealand. That is, wow. imagine. So the whole of a city in New Zealand can be housed in Eden Gardens. So the money that you get from all the gate charges, mm. all the all the ticket charges, it all goes to the yeah. or most of it at least goes to the franchisee. Yes. Khan, the acute businessman. <laughs> oh yes, in fact, the the most recent Business Today cover story, Business Today is a magazine in India, like like Fortune or Time magazine out there. They had Shahrukh Khan in a suit and a tie, and the cover story was about uh, Shahrukh Khan as an entrepreneur or maybe a businessman. His second innings, he's doing pretty well for himself. And these days, there is not much overlap between cricket, business or entertainment because I'm sure the next cover of Business Today will probably be Shilpa Shetty. I would love to have a cover which has Shilpa Shetty and she talking about <laughs> business. But because you know what, they are making money and uh, either they are very intelligent or they have a good set of advisors because you know, however yeah. rich you might be, even if you have millions of dollars, you would not yeah. take such huge decisions because you're buying a team worth what 100 million so they're doing pretty well and complete respect uh, hands down to all, all these film stars and uh, businessmen who are buying yeah, and did you know that Preeti Zinta this time she had taken a break and she went down to do a course in mergers and acquisitions in Harvard oh boy it's good to know that these guys want to learn what they're doing yes. get some formal training as well so do we have anything more on this because we can keep no, talking that's, on that <laughs> yes that's true but uh, talking about money let's move on to the richest man in the world right now. Yes, Carlos Slim from Mexico. He just pipped uh, Bill Gates uh, by about 50 million dollars and uh, he has a net worth of 53.5 billion which apparently is about 2% of Mexico. He's also the first world's richest man from a developing nation. 
so it's from mexico and mexico is is like you know how uh, bangladesh is to india and we always keep worrying about the illegal immigrants coming in from bangladesh so right. in us they are always worried about the illegal immigrants from mexico right and in fact they are not very proud about this man they are saying that where the average per capita income is about uh, somewhere between 10000 and 15000 if you have a man who controls 2% of the economy it doesn't do very well for that nation Yeah and it seems that he owns one third of the Mexico's leading stock market index it seems that the mexicans say that they live in slimlandia which slimlandia. is something like really? <laughs> yeah. yeah because he, he yeah. does he does own uh, two companies called Telmax and Telnor and uh, mm-hmm. he had purchased them from the Mexico government back in 1990 it has 90% of the market share so imagine the monopoly mm-hmm. that he has and also uh, he makes a good amount of money by suing other people Uh, and, I'll, and I'll tell you what. Uh, once upon a time, uh, Tom Standage, who's the business affairs editor at the Economist, he was kind enough to join us on Indicast, and I asked him a question about Carlos Slim, and he paused for a second, and then he said, "You know what? I don't want to talk much about the man. He's a very litigious person, so he could sue me." People oh, are okay. people actually are worried about making statements about him. Yeah, and it, it's just not the two uh, companies that you talked about, but it seems like people talk that they are born in. slim hospitals and then they drive his tarmac uh, and then they smoke the slim tobacco and they build their houses with the cement from slim eat in his restaurants talk on his phone sleep in the bed linen made by his factories it's slim all the way and it reminds me of an ad that i had seen some time back it was a tata ad and it even the theme was something like that that how tata touches the various aspects of your life so you get up and have a Tata tea, and then we see a watch in a Tata watch, and then you drive in a Tata car for work and something like that. Like Carlos Slim, it's the way you said it. He actually owns the whole country. And the main difference, like between him and Bill Gates, is that Carlos Slim comes from a very old economy kind of setup, whereas Bill Gates is a representative of the new economy. I mean, Carlos Slim is a man who hardly uses email or is hardly tech savvy. that's what they call a paradox <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you if you uh, hear about his humble beginnings then his father ran a dry food store and taught his children to keep accounts and make ledger and as a kid he used to trade in baseball cards and be ahead of other children so by 11 he had already bought his first government savings bond i mean movie <laughs> at 11 and by 15 he had invested in the banco uh, national mexico bank and uh, he was a big stock market enthusiast I, i think we don't even invest that much at this age how much he did right when he was a teenager and in 1982 when the whole of mexico plunged into a big economic crisis and all the banks were nationalized and their stock prices fell sharply then slim bought most of the uh, companies at very low prices and then when the stock market went up he made a huge profit and that was the time when he really rose all these people you know they have something in them and so yeah we are digressing a bit but yes the, the, these things do happen with the people who are really successful and make a lot of money like even warren buffett as a kid mm. he, he would he would buy coca cola bottles in crates in bulk and sell it during a summer vacation and make some money off it and so he learned investment yes. as a as a 9 year old 
So yes, there are yes, many we, slims and buffets that make some money yes, out of it. Yeah. Yes, the entrepreneurial spirits of all these people. And it seems that slim, even now, when Citibank and the other companies which fell sharply during 2008, slim he bought in Citigroup and it seems he bought a large stake in New York Times and almost bailed out New York Times from going into bankruptcy. So it was a Mexican saving an American company <laughs> from going into bankruptcy. Not many Americans would have loved that, but yes, 6.4 percent <laughs> stock is what he he picked up in New York Times. So in this podcast, I think we've been slightly guilty of talking about some page three celebrity business news, and uh, yeah. you guys do it quite often in Indicast, don't you? Yeah, because we are playing, we are playing to the galaxy. We are feeding to what audience wants. We are like the TRPs of news channels. That's what they deserve. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but if yes. we do that, that then I guess we we've got to get our act together. No, talking about men, talking about Carlos Slim, we had uh, Sanjay Jha, who is uh, hmm. an Indian born. Let's just keep it at that. An Indian born and has got nothing to do with India. He is heading Motorola, and uh, I think he's. Uh, you send me the story. He's the highest paid CEO in the world, if I'm not wrong, right? He is, and, and you just talked about him being Indian born, and it's very interesting to know that he was born in Bihar, which is one of the poorest states. Yeah, yeah, that's irony. There are two figures of speech that we learned in this podcast, my dear friends: <laughs> paradox and irony. <laughs> so he's getting a good amount of money from Motorola. He's done his bachelor's degree from England and PhD from Scotland, and that's why I say that uh, the Indian newspapers, when they go gaga about him, so hang on, he's. Mm. He's not even done his uh, secondary education from here. But uh, Motorola is a company in India. I think personally, it has failed miserably uh, in making yes. a mark among uh, the yes. youth when it comes to cell phones, at least. So it hasn't done much in India. Yeah, I think it's just one model, motor razor or something. It worked very well. And then I think that was only because they they put in Abhishek Bachchan to do a few of the ads, <laughs> and uh, the sales went up. But then no, nobody's talking about it right now. Yeah, that's true, and in fact, it lags much behind Nokia. But worldwide, uh, Motorola it's not doing that bad. It has a tie-up with Google for its Android operating system, and that has worked very well for Motorola. But it's very confusing because I read that in 2008, the total payout given to him was 104 million dollars. That was the time when he was signed up to become the CEO. 104 of million. And so he, yeah, and it million, yeah. And he was the only CEO to get a compensation package which exceeded hundred million dollars in that year. Who? Two thousand and eight, is it? Yes, two thousand and eight, when the whole world was crashing. And the person who was second uh, to him was um, Ray Irani from hmm. Occidental, and he received forty-nine point nine million dollars, so more than fifty million dollars cap. Oof. In fact, in two thousand nine, he just took three point seven million dollars as his pay, so it was a big drop in his pay cut. Oh, that's a culture shock for a millionaire. Yes, it was. And there was another Indian on the list, and that was PepsiCo Zindra Nui, who was at the thirty-six. Spot. How much does she earn? A few million, I'm sure. Around 14, <laughs> around 14 million dollars. But you know what? 14 million. You see, an American actor who is renowned and uh, has had mm-hmm. enough box office successes, he gets 15 or 25 for every film. In other words, the job of a CEO is so much more mm-hmm. grueling for the 365 days as compared to an actor who would work on a film for about, let's say, four months. Obviously, he also works as much hard, but Four months and and twenty five million is a very good bargain. 
But then when you see how much a movie makes within one month or two yeah. months, and That's how true. much a company makes in a year. So a company's turnover may be $5 billion or $10 billion, while a movie can make $10 billion in one month or two months or even more. So I think it's really the, the directors of such movies which should be awarded because they have a more difficult task than a CEO. James Cameron comes to mind, $2 billion, the, the only movie to have done that. And the name of the movie is Avatar, not Avatar. Or, 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 yeah, or. exactly. It's not Avatar. Even when I pronounce it here, I make sure that I'm pronouncing Avatar. We are chilled so many times for doing wrong pronunciations for English words. And right. then they take a Sanskrit word and completely screw <laughs> it up. <laughs> so, well, on that note, I think it's time to wrap it up. And uh, this time we've got an announcement to make. Uh, we've tied up with uh, MakeMyTrip.com. And it's uh, basically what happens is you can, when you log on to MakeMyTrip.TheIndicast.com, uh, you'll get a discount on any international flight or a domestic flight. So if you do that, if you go on that link, uh, makemytrip.theindicast.com, we get compensated just a little bit, not a lot of money, but just about enough to take care of uh, maybe a dinner for two people once a month or so. It'll be nice if you could just log on if you're flying back to India from any other place or within India tra- traveling between uh, any two cities. Go to makemytrip.theindicast.com and uh, book your tickets there. There are discounts in it for all you Indicast listeners. So all people like me, when next time we are booking our international tickets, we will book it through www.makemytrip.beindicast.com. Yes, please do so. Next time you have your folks coming down from Australia to India, Ritika, you know what to do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, we don't have any other forms of advertising. Not, not, not that, but it'll be fun if you can uh, book from makemytrip.theindicast.com. This is what they call hammering of ads. So... I think it's time that we stop yeah. doing it. <laughs> yes. And so that's about it from uh, the 43rd episode of Busy Nation, Dhando Dokorokro. Go log on to theindicast.com and leave your comments there. And you can also join our community at Facebook. It's Indicast Media Network. Also follow us on Twitter. You can follow Ritika at... Ritika1707. Yes. And you can follow me at Abhishek Kumar uh, with a single K. So do that and send in stories that you think we can and we should talk about. Uh, that's about it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.